Welcome to Spark, a health and wellness podcast where we teach high-achieving superwomen how to put their health and happiness back on the top of the to-do list. I'm Angela Wagner, a yoga studio owner, life and wellness coach, mama of two, and wifey of one. (laughs) (laughs) And with me is my soul sister, Nicole Esquino. Hello, everyone. I'm Nicole Esquino, also a wife of one, a mama, (laughs) a yoga teacher, a writer, and a new real estate agent. (laughs) All right. So last week was all about the why of the toxin world, and we learned so much information My head almost exploded this week, so I am super excited to have follow-up questions. So this week is going to be the how. Like, how do we integrate all of this new information and make it functional and affordable in our new lives? So I am super excited to dive deep into the how. (laughs) Into the how, yes. So it's funny. We were supposed to do this back-to-back recording, and then Fiona woke up, and she decided that we had different plans. Yeah. <laughs> she was not having this. She's like, no part two. So it's mm-hmm. been an actual week for us, which is exactly what the listeners will have in between session one and session two. So why don't you just tell me, like, where is your brain at? I know you texted me that night, and you were like, I'm looking at all my the bottles in my shower, which is exactly what I did. (laughs) Yes. So I took a shower and I literally read every single thing in there. So I was looking at shampoo, conditioner. I was looking at Vicks shampoo. I was looking at Fiona shampoo, all the different body washes. And my mind was blown away. One, I've never looked at the ingredients before. I was like, I wonder why that's never occurred to me. And then I went through and I was like, there are so many that in the paraben, the aben you were talking about, so I was like, oh my gosh, it's in, it's in literally everything. I was like, why have I never noticed this before? And then my other like really big one was, do they all have this in it? Like if I see it on every single product in there, I was like, what are the odds that I have paraben in every single one of them? Is it in everything? And then they also said the parfum, parfum. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is it in everything? Well, so... The fragrance parfum is in a lot. And so that is the one that is really, I would say like the most challenging as far as, you know, just finding something that doesn't have that in it. You can find all of these things non-toxic. It's just about where to look. Generally, depending on the type of product, you're going to have to spend a little bit more. But what I tell people is like, it's just, it's your health. You know, it's like buying organic foods versus non. Or So if you kind of change your mindset about it, a lot of companies are kind of getting wind of this. So they're making some changes, which is good. But essentially what you're finding is just normal products in your shower that if you don't know about the ingredients, it's common that you're going to have all these things in it. So, but don't think that the switch is impossible. It's really not. There's so many more products even like now than there was five years ago. I mean, there's just so many. So So they're out there. Well, so the next time I went to the grocery store, I started looking and I was like, okay, there are some out there. They're not the ones that are on discount on the Mm -hmm. bottom shelf. So I was like, okay, so I just need to look a little bit differently when I'm going. And I even talked to you about my deodorant, which this is a funny one. Since Fiona has been born, I don't know if it's my hormones or if I just smell things differently now with Fiona, but I have not liked my deodorant at all. Like it 
it just stinks. I don't know how to explain it. It stinks in the bottle. It stinks on me. It's just been gross. Well, I went and looked at the ingredients on it and I saw so many things that you talked about in that deodorant. And I was like, oh, that is so weird. My body is naturally telling me to like get away from him. So I went and got the Schmitz one that you Mm -hmm. recommended. Oh my God, I love it. So I'm super excited for you to share some like actual products that you use and you can recommend to us. Cause I was like, okay, I love this deodorant. What kind of chapstick does Angela use? What kind of body wash does she use? So now I'm excited to learn about like, what do you like? Yeah, for sure. And I actually haven't used the Schmidt. I right now use a doTERRA deodorant. And then there's this other one that I use because I got it as a sample. So there's a beauty store called Credo, C-R-E-D-O. And they have one in Dallas and they're national. I'm not sure. It's probably in many major cities. So that's a resource. We'll link it in the show notes. But they're a clean beauty store. And not everything in there is, I mean, you still have to kind of watch your ingredients, but I would say, it's, I mean, I would think anything in that store is going to be better than if you go to like Walgreens, you know? And I had bought so much stuff. I find like it took me about two years to redo my makeup because I just don't wear makeup that much. And so, and I had just bought like all new Bobby Brown makeup and I was like, oh, I'm not getting rid of all this. <laughs> so anyway, I went to Credo, got like a make, you know, she did my makeup and then I bought a bunch of stuff and I got this great sample a deodorant and it's a rose scent. And so I love that one too. So I can link that in the show notes as well. But the Schmitz, a lot of people like, and they sell that at Costco, which is great. Mm-hmm. The thing about deodorant that a lot of people don't like with the natural deodorants is that you can't find a quote, clean, non-toxic deodorant antiperspirant. So there's two things that an antiperspirant slash deodorant does. One is it stops your sweat. That's the antiperspirant, right? And because people don't want to have for obvious reasons, right? And two, the deodorant part where it stops the smell. So most regular deodorants will have aluminum, which is really something you don't want to have a heavy metal going right into your lymph nodes. It's just a bad idea. But and the reason that the natural ones don't have an antiperspirant is that your body's not supposed to shut off its sweat mechanism. It's actually really dangerous for us, especially with around the lymph node area. So that's a personal decision. Like my husband was using the doTERRA and he loved it. And then it became a hundred degrees and he just was like, I can't, like, I can't be working and like have like sweaty pits. <laughs> so <laughs> can't do it. Yeah. So he kind of switched back traditional. And then I think once it gets to be more reasonable, he'll go back to using natural. And, and you know, you can just try different things, but a lot of people are like, well, I need something that's going to stop my sweat. And I'm like, well, that's an antiperspirant. So just, just to define those two different things. That makes sense. Again, that's a personal decision. The sweating part didn't really bother me, but the smell is, and that with the Schmitz, it totally changed my ball game. The whole thing. I'm super excited about it. Now I've got to convince Vic of it. But after our podcast, I told Vic about like women having over 500 chemicals on their body, you know, from all the different products and stuff we used. And I kid you not later that night, he was like, I feel like I kind of need to take a shower after that conversation. I was like, I know, right? And not use your soap. (laughs) I know. Well, it's funny. Like I actually, this is going to sound gross, but since I've learned about all this stuff, I actually just don't use that much soap. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is, and my mom had always said this when I was a kid, like when you have shampoo, like you're essentially like washing your body already. So Mm -hmm. we overuse soap and all these types of products. It completely dries out our skin. There's like a whole host of issues beyond all, you know, but then when you add in all the fragrance and all that, then you have, it just kind of exacerbates a lot of the issues a lot of, a lot of people have. So people find out that when they dive into their personal care products and they start to just get them cleaner. I mean, I heard this story of this one woman who had um, a really, really low libido and figured out that it was from parabens. I mean, and it was like this whole, I mean, she went to like every doctor trying to figure everything out, all these medications 
medications. And yeah, because it messes with your, um, your hormones, they mess with your hormones in a really big way. And so it can show up in ways that you would never guess. Like you would never guess, like I have a low libido because of my shampoo or like my shampoo is making me fat. I mean, but it could be some of the chemicals can be causing these different things. So that's super interesting. I'm excited yeah. to start phasing stuff out. That's kind of like what I was telling Vic. I kind of want to like use what I have because I have a lot of you know certain products at this point that I'm already invested in. Yeah. And then I just want to start phasing them out. So I started doing research like on all the different like companies that I want to be you know, buying from and where can I find them at? And so I think that's going to be a big one to share with everyone is to tell them like, where are all these products hiding if they're not at Walmart? Like, cause the Schmitz, I couldn't even find it at first. I had to look it up on their app to find it. Cause it's not like at eye level, <laughs> you know, it, yeah. was, it was up higher. And so I'm excited to hear more about like, where is everything at and not just deodorant. That's just the one I'm, I'm stuck on right now. Cause I was in stinky town. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, and I am proud. There are definitely certain companies, like I'll say Costco is making a lot of strides, like in the organic space. It's huge. Like they have so many organic products and they're one of several companies. I think Walmart might be one of them, but don't quote me on that, that are making better decisions on, like they have some rules, I guess, like certain things they will and won't carry. There's like some some, I don't know if Walmart's one of them, but the, where they're not carrying Roundup. But like, if you go to Home Depot, it's like the first thing you see when you walk in. So, you know, not every company is doing this. Um, but even, and we can talk about this a little bit later, but even something like Whole Foods, like my friend was like, I just buy all my stuff there and I assume it's clean. And I'm like, mm, they actually sell quite a bit of stuff that's not clean. So, but again, it also depends on what you are looking for, kind of what level you want to go to. Like some people are like all in and they want it to be all completely clean. Some people are like, no, I just want to do a few little things here and there. What I say is start small. And if you are like we talked about last week, if you're a personality like me, you have to be careful because you don't want to freak yourself out, freak out your system and start going to this place where you're living in fear. So do little things. Some people will clean out everything they have and start fresh. Now, A, that's really expensive, and B, that is just like a big project. But I'm not saying you can't do it that way. That might be the way some people want to work it. What I did with certain things, like my cleaners and stuff, I just got rid of because I was like, you know, certain things I knew, like my candles, like I just, that's a whole nother story, but that was like heartbreaking for me. So I did a few things just kind of like cold turkey and then pretty much everything else. I kind of waited until I was done with whatever product I did my research and then I bought something non-toxic, you know, after that was done. And that's a great, I think that's a very economical way to do it because you don't, you're not wasting anything and then it gives you time, right? So you're like, okay, well, like even this is such a bad, I mean, this is terrible to admit, but it's like two years into my journey, I'm still using Crest toothpaste and it's because like, which is bad, I really shouldn't, especially the one I'm using, it's very toxic. But I was like, okay, when we're done with the Crest, like I'll get, you know, non-toxic toothpaste. Well, I had just bought like a six pack at Costco and it's just <laughs> John and I, cause of course I give the kids the non-toxic stuff. And so it, I mean, it just took us forever. And then right when we were ready and done, my mom <laughs> hands me another six pack from Costco because she bought some that she didn't like. And I was like, okay, so it's just like, it's pretty soon sometime we're going to change the toothpaste. But yeah, I'm excited. Schmitz makes a toothpaste. So I'll tell you, cause I, I'm up pretty close to trying when I finish mine, I'm going to try their toothpaste and see how I feel about it. So I'm excited to go into this like 
gently and try things, find yeah. things we like and see what works. And I think that's going to be a, I think it's going to be a fun little adventure. I'm sure we're going to find some stuff we don't like and that's okay. <laughs> well, and, and exactly. It's just like I said, like when you move, right, you go to some doctors you don't like, or you go to a grocery store or a restaurant you don't like, but you just search until you find what fits. And so you know, I can give you recommendations. You can look up different ones. You can follow some different people on Instagram, you know, so there's a lot of different ways to find out different things. But in a couple weeks, I'm going to have on my friend, Brittany Whitkin. And what she does, it's pretty awesome. She has a YouTube channel. She does four videos a week and it's all on clean and green beauty. So it's like, she does product reviews for all things makeup. And I think she's starting to do a bunch of skincare. And so, and her videos are awesome. They're so fun. Like she's the best personality. So she's going to come on and talk about that. But she is an amazing resource for anything having to do with makeup. And if you're like, well, I want to replace my mascara, I mean, you go on her channel and you search for mascara and you've got all these great videos of her showing you different options. So there's a lot of resources out there. Awesome. Love it. Okay. So what are some items that I haven't even discovered yet (laughs) that are toxic that would surprise me? Well, so kind of the number one thing that my teacher had said that shocked me in the podcast that like, you know, got me into this was like candles and air fresheners were some of the most toxic things in your home. And I was like an addict of candles and I had like the crazy expensive ones. Like, I mean, like really, really nice ones, like some $50 candles and stuff. And I was so upset. I was like, you have to be kidding me. But the fragrance is obvious, right? Because that's the whole point. So you think about what we talked about last week with why fragrance is so bad. And then you've got all toxic fragrance. Some is paraffin wax. So burning paraffin wax gives off VOCs, which is carcinogenic. So it's like, it, there's about two or three major issues with burning candles. So you're talking about putting like, you know, essentially cancer causing VOCs into the air and you're breathing the chemicals of the, the um, fragrance. So it's just not a good idea. And then same type of thing for Febreze, any of those gloves, any plugins, like that type of stuff. I tell people, do not even use those up. Just get rid of them. You're just breathing toxins. That's it. And so that's one that I'm, I have, it's a hard no. And I had three candles that I would not give up. I just, they just stayed in my closet for a year. I actually was able to sell two on Facebook because they were like such good candles. And then the other one had my face on it because my mom gave it to me for my 40th birthday. It was like a Yankee candle and it was like the specialty one. But what's interesting is when you start to pull this stuff out of your home, it will start to smell like you won't enjoy the smells in the same way when you go back to it. So after a while, just having that in the closet started to bother me. And I was like, it smelled fake is the best way I can describe it. So I've replaced all of that and I just, I burn essential oils. No, I diffuse essential oils. And that's what we use instead. And it's just so much healthier. So those I would say, I mean, now if you are like, no way, uh uh-uh, I'm not going to give that up. Then I would say, okay, burn them and then just don't buy any more. So that's all candles. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, so some are like made with soy, which aren't as bad as burning paraffin, but it's still, there's a, a whole host of issues with soy. So I would say if you're going to burn a candle, the safest one would be beeswax candles, which is really expensive. And then you can, I think, I just decided to stop doing candles. I just went to essential oils because it's easier and safer, especially with the kids. You'd have to do some research on that, but a beeswax would be the safest. And then the second thing you'd want to look for is essential oil only for the fragrance. Because mm. a lot of times they'll say like essential oil, but then they'll still have a fake fragrance in there. So. I know, but get get rid of the Febreze, get rid of the plugins, like just, just don't do it, (laughs) y'all. 
<laughs> That's hard. I love candles. <laughs> Girl, I did too. But I'm telling you, I've been obsessed with them since I was, I used to make my own candles, but I'm telling I love essential oils. So that's actually why I got into doTERRA and we can put a link to my site on doTERRA if you guys have questions. Like I got into it because I love the company and, but also I was pulling out all of this stuff in my life. And then I started using a lot of their non-toxic products as well beyond the essential oils, but it's a great step to just get rid of that. So another one that is really high on the list of toxicity that people are surprised at is vinyl shower curtains. Really? Yeah. And the thing is, is if now that you know this, when you open up a package of anything that's vinyl, the smell is vile. It just is like no one. I mean, I don't want to say no one, but not many people open it and be like, oh, that's so great. Like it hits you like a ton of bricks and there's a reason. So I would just say like, start paying attention to those things. Like there's certain parts of the, you know, like say Home Depot or something that you go into that your body knows it's unhealthy for you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So vinyl shower curtains, vinyl is very, very toxic. The PVC vinyl chloride, which is a, a major building block of PVC and it's a known human carcinogen that causes liver cancer and some other things. So not a good idea. This one is definitely one that companies have gotten wind of and are making some changes. So you can get all different types of options like cotton. Cotton can be a little tough because it's 100% pure cotton. A lot of times it'll mold. So you just have to watch it. You can get polyester ones that don't off gas. Just make sure if it's a polyester one, it doesn't say, uh, what is it? Something like mold free or like mildew free because that usually means that there's some sort of film on it that has a chemical on it so you just have to again you've got to be a sleuth you gotta be a detective Mm -hmm. so shower curtains mattresses i hate to tell people about this one because this is a big purchase but i'm not going to talk too much about it but your mattresses like couches have flame retardants and not all of them it some laws are changing but some companies are still putting chemicals, even though they don't have to, they'll put a chemical like a flame retardant into it. And it's not something that you want. Now, do I recommend go out and buy a new mattress and new couch tomorrow? No, of course not. Like if you just bought your couch, so you don't want to freak out about it. It took us a couple of years and then we needed to replace our mattress and, and then we got a natural mattress. We have not replaced our couches and I know they have flame retardants in them. But something like kids' pajamas, okay? So this is something that I'm like, you have to pay attention to. So there are several kids' pajamas that have flame-retardant chemicals in the pajama fabric. And this makes me so mad as a mom. So just look at the label and I'm going to post a picture because I a lot of times I'll get hand-me-downs from friends and I have to show like my mother-in-law so she doesn't buy them too because she does you know a lot of the kids shopping and I'll say like, okay, look here. So I'll show you the picture that I took to show her like what to look for. When it's not, it doesn't have a flame retardant, it'll say like 100% cotton or whatever it is. And it'll say like wear snug fitting not flame protected. I can't remember what it says, but I used to think, because I didn't know anything about this, as a new mom, I was like, oh my God, wear snug fitting. It doesn't have this protection. I need this protection. So they trick you into thinking that you need something, but I've never heard of a house fire where someone says, well, this baby survived because they had these like pajamas on. I mean, it's not a thing, you know, it just doesn't make sense. So So just be careful. Like that's one that I would just definitely go through the pajamas. And if there's anything on the flame retardant, just get rid of it. I mean, you don't want your kid bathing in those chemicals. That's just crazy. That's weird. Now I've got to go check. 
Yeah. And it, so flame retardants, can, they all contain PBDEs is what they're called. And I mean, they can cause, or they are linked to, is the proper terminology, infertility, reproductive issues, thyroid issues. They can mess with your metabolism, lower birth weight, developmental issues in kids, and they are suspected carcinogens as well. So, I mean, not good. And you know, when you hear about like firefighters having cancer and just having all a host of issues, a lot of that's because they work, well, there's a lot of different things going on with the fire, but a lot of it is when a house comes up, up in flames, the amount of flame retardants that they're breathing in. Mm. It's rough. So, but if you're going to go buy a couch tomorrow, just because you need one, this is a great thing to know and go to a store and ask them and make sure it doesn't have a flame retardant in it. So, and then the last one I'll say that's sort of like, I am surprised, is uh, wrinkle-free clothing. So do you know what the chemical is that they use to make it wrinkle-free? No idea. Formaldehyde. Oh, yuck. <laughs> and that makes me crazy because like my kids' uniforms, like they're wrinkle-free. And who doesn't want wrinkle-free, right? We all do. But just know that you know, there's, a, there's another side to that. So um, Gross. I know. So those are some of the surprise ones. That's again, we're still kind of on the bad news train, but let's go to the good news train. <laughs> let's do it. Jump on everybody. Okay. Some easy wins. This is like so obvious, but just something that I think not many of us do. It's like open your windows every day. And I know that's hard. Like right now we're in Texas, a hundred degrees. Like no one wants their windows open, but every season, every day, as much as you can open your windows. Because, And I know that that also goes against what we're taught about, you know, allergens outside and pollen. And I know you have to balance that if there are heavy allergens. So obviously just do what makes sense for your health. But we talked about last week. And if you haven't listened to the last week one, you guys go, go back, backtrack, and then come to us today because I talk about that, how the chemicals are in our home right now. And so if you open your windows, guess what? They can leave. I'm a big fan of opening windows as when it cools off. I love to open them every day, but right now it's H O T. (laughs) I know. I know. I got it. I got it. Another one that is not a popular one that people don't love to hear is just, but it's easy. It's just dust regularly. Like it, and even as something as simple as just taking a rag, wetting it down and just go over like all the main areas of your house. I mean, you could do it while you're on the phone. You could do it, you know, so there's two main sources that house dust, um, comes from internal and external. So obviously like internal being things coming from your house. So off-gassing of chemicals and the products such as like your furniture, your carpets, electronics, off-gas, a lot of chemicals, your plastics, your fragrances, your pet dander, hair, dead skin, like all the things we, we think about that's in dust, right? But I had never, like I had thought of hair, dead skin, pet dander, but I had never thought about chemicals being in my dust, right? Yeah. And then the external sources are what we track in from the outside. So that can be anything from like, think about like the, if there's pesticides on your lawn, right? Or there's heavy metals out, outdoors, there's outdoor allergens, you've got pollen or whatever. That's another thing, like make your house a shoe-free zone. Like literally, like no shoes in the house. And I, I, there's a great article that I will link to that I love because she just nails it as far as like what you're actually tracking into your home and then putting all around, especially if you've got pets, right? Because pets are going to then be licking their paws, babies, kids, like that becomes even more. But that's another easy thing to do is just everyone take your shoes off. Easy. I love that one. I got that one from you when I used to come to your house and it was just what we did when we came to your house. You take your shoes off at the door. And so when we moved into this house, I have this like cool 
shoe stand, I guess you would call it, in the sunroom. And it just houses all of our shoes. Like you don't have to get your shoes out of the closet. They're all just right there ready to go. And that's where Fiona sits and puts her shoes on and everything. It's amazing. (laughs) I know. And it's funny because I grew up with a shoe-free home and it obviously wasn't because of toxins. Like we didn't know about this, but we had wall to work carpeting because I was like a kid in you know the 70s and 80s and so that's just what what we had and my mom was like I have this brand new carpeting which is so funny and so that's just the way I grew up but like in a lot of like Asian households like my friend Brian and stuff like that's just part of their culture it makes sense because I mean, it just makes sense. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, get some house slippers. My husband likes to wear shoes. It's more comfortable for him. So he has specific, <laughs> we always joke, like we're never getting old. And that's one of them, like junk house slippers. <laughs> 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 you know, yeah. um, another one is vacuum regularly, which we know, especially if you have carpets, but, but even your floors and make sure that your vacuum has what's called a HEPA filter, H-E-P-A. And that's really mm. important. And like something like a Dyson doesn't have a HEPA filter, which is really, really upsetting to me because I have two Dysons. I have a stick and a regular and I just was so bummed. And I haven't replaced them yet. But when I do, like Shark is a great brand. It's a very inexpensive vacuum that has a HEPA filter, but I won't go into all the specifics. You can kind of look up why a HEPA filter is important, but it it's going to basically do a better job of actually getting like the, the little tiny particles. Interesting. Hey y'all, it's Angela here. I have a couple questions for you. Are you stuck in a rut with your daily routines, eating habits, and fitness goals? Is your mind constantly racing with your to-do list and a to-do list for your to-do list, anxiety around the future, or any other constant low-level stressors? Are you so busy taking care of everyone else that you can't find or make the time to do anything that you wanna do? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I can guarantee you are what I call a high achieving superwoman. And I have a brand spanking new program that I created just for you. We know, I know that you do it all. You work full time, probably manage the house, the kids, family, friends, you take care of everyone like a boss and you do it beautifully. However, when the cape comes off, we know how you're really feeling. A little exhausted, a little overwhelmed, stressed, and just not having the time or energy to do what you want to do. So I invite you to join this amazing new program that I created. It's five weeks long. We meet once every Tuesday night. You can do this from anywhere in the world, okay? We're going to Zoom it in live. If you happen to be in Dallas, Texas, you can come see me live with the group. We meet from 7.30 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can also, if you can't make Tuesdays, if you can't zoom in through your computer, I'm going to have everything recorded. And then we're going to also have a place that you can be online with the other superwomen and talk and ask questions all throughout the five weeks together. So you can really make this happen regardless of your schedule, which I think is pretty awesome. But if you can make it live, that's pretty great too, because you can ask as many questions, you can get feedback, you can get coaching. And what we're going to do is we're going to map out and start to implement a plan that will give you back the energy, joy, and health that you deserve. You'll be surrounded by all these amazing fellow superwomen. And it's really an experience like nothing else. If you haven't been into one of my group coaching programs, you are in for a treat. And I have a special $20 off coupon promo code for sparkers only. And it's spark podcast is the code. So to sign up, I want you to actually go to my yoga sport site. So it's yogasportdallas.com. Click on events and scroll down to you see Superwomen, the mini series. You can sign up there, promo code, 
all the goodies. If you have questions, email me, Angela at AngelaWagner.com. And I truly hope that you will join us for this awesome experience this fall. I have a quick question. What about air filters, like your air conditioner filters in your home? What about those? Do you have thoughts on those? Like, do we need to change those more frequently or would that help in this area? I think it can, you know, I've heard kind of conflicting things. I would just keep an eye on it. Like I know at the studio, I think we were doing it like once every month for a while there because we were just seeing so much buildup. Mm-hmm. And then it depends on the type of filter you have. Like we got a new AC and it's, they're massive and they're, they're good for six months. They're like triple the thickness of like the ones we had at the studio. So, um, I usually will mark it, say the filter says like, you know, four months, every four months, I will at the two month mark, chuck it and just see, oh, okay. kind of tell. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. But what I tell people too, is like, if you have any kind of health issues, that's where I would start when I work with my clients. Like if you're overwhelmed or you're like, I'm going to make some changes, but I don't know how, like, like for me, I suffered from migraines. So fragrances were like the number one thing that I needed to pull out. And I love candles and things that smelled quote nice to me, but I didn't realize that they were triggering my migraines you know, so it's like, there's some things that might make sense for you. If you have a thyroid issues, you would look for endocrine disruptors. Again, that's like a whole nother podcast, but you could do some research. But we usually say start in the kitchen because the kitchen is where we, you know, we prepare our food. We spend a lot of our time and we think of it as kind of a health center, you know? And so people often ask, and I remember this being a question I had years ago, was like, do I need to eat organic? Like, I didn't really think it was that important. And I didn't, like, I I got the concept, okay, organic doesn't have the same amount of pesticides and it's different, but I didn't really understand what that meant, okay? So ideally, in an ideal world, if you had no limitations as far as flexibility of the type of things you could buy, uh, quality of money, all those things, I would say go 100% organic, grass-fed beef, um, organic meats, all those things. Is that realistic for everyone? No, right? Some of it's just where you live. Like there may not be an availability for a lot of these things. But what you can start with is the EWG every year, they come out with the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15. And what, and we'll link again, we're going to link, we're going to have a ton of resources for you guys in this one. So check out the show notes and they will tell you, like they do a study for like the prior year and they'll say like, okay, these are the, the top 12 pro- vegetable, produce, whatever fruits that are the most toxic, have the most pesticides on them. Like I have a hard rule. We never buy those called conventional. Okay. Those are always bought organic. And then we've got the clean 15, which are the 15 most clean ones with the least amount of pesticides. So usually like avocados and some other things are in there, things like that we eat all the time. So you can not worry so much about those and then buy those conventional. And so that's a great way to be, you know, intentional with starting the whole organic journey. I'm really now like, we don't buy any meat that's not organic or beef that's grass fed. There's just a whole host of issues and the hormones that the animals have, the conditions that they live in, like there's just a whole bunch of stuff that's happening. And then, then it's come, you know, basically like we're being affected on a really big level. So I just buy it all organic, spend a little bit more money. And then when we go out to eat, I don't worry about it, you know? Yeah. I love it. I'm taking notes. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder, I want to remember that. I want to remember that I've never heard of the clean 15 and the dirty dozen. So now I'm excited to see what that is. 
Oh yeah. And there's, I think, I don't know, they used to have an app that was called the Dirty Dozen app. We'll look it up. They have, the EWG has kind of changed. They used to have like a separate skin deep one. and But then some of it they combined. They may just have one for everything, but you can just Google Clean 15 Dirty Dozen and boom, it'll pop up. And then I usually just take a photo and keep it on my phone. But also like going back to the whole, like, where do I buy these things? Like we go to Costco. I don't know what Sam's does because I don't have a Sam's card, but like for us, we have two kids and two adults and we go through so much produce and I can go to Costco almost every single thing that I buy in produce is they have it in organic and it's so inexpensive sometimes like that's and that's almost always cheaper than if I bought conventional in the grocery store because of the amount that you get so do things like that to save up save a lot of money because if you go to Whole Foods Sometimes they have sales, but often like a tiny little thing of organic strawberries or uh, raspberries is going to cost you six bucks or something, you know? So, Mm -hmm. but I do want to say, I don't think I mentioned this last week. So organophosphate pesticides, they're some of the most common ones that are on produce. And I just like to say this to really explain to people like what we're working with. They were originally, were derived from World War II nerve agents and they're designed to irreversibly in- inactivate an enzyme that's essential to nerve function in insects and in humans. So that's how they work to kill the bugs on the produce. And granted, we talked about, yes, these are small amounts, but again, how much volume are we talking about that you eat? And then all the things we talked about in the first podcast about mixing that with other things. So I just want people to realize like these pesticides really are a big deal. Again, don't come from a place of fear. But if you can make a choice and it's a dollar more, and to me, that makes a big difference. So, and the pesticides that they can be neurotoxins, endocrine disruptors, they can affect reproduction development. A lot of them are carcinogens, you know, so Mm. yeah. And, you know, when you're talking about like babies and children, that's, that becomes even more important because you're talking about developing brains and developing bodies. So that's something that, you know, I would definitely be really mindful of. So yeah. Oh, okay. This is the other thing. I know I just saw this like stuff I don't want to tell you, but I'm going to tell you because again, this is what also helped me understand a little bit more about the big picture of what happened. So I used to think, well, if I just have a really good produce wash and I scrub it really good, then I'll get the pesticides off and I'll be fine. So (laughs) this is really neat. You'll love this. Um, So in the nineties, there was a new class of pesticides were developed and they're called systemics. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're not actually sprayed on the plant or the fruit, but instead they're applied to the seeds before they're planted. So, I mean, washing doesn't do anything to that because they're basically grow into the plant from the inside. What? Yeah. So you may think of something like, and I don't, I, I think banana is actually on the clean 15. So don't, don't quote me on just, I'm just using banana as an example, but you think of a banana where you're like, okay, this is a super hard outside and I just peel it off and I don't eat it. So that would be safe, but you don't know if there's a systemic in it. Right. So that's why the app is so helpful or just looking up the dirty dozen and clean 15. That's just going to tell you right away, you know, very interesting. I know it's kind of, it's kind of sad. You're like, really, did you have to do that? Okay. So what do I do? So I told you about the app and and clean 15, all that again. Oh, and dairy is another one. So you're talking about like meat, dairy, fruits and veggies are what we're looking at for um, getting it cleaner. And you are going to spend more on those types of things, especially like when you're talking about dairy and meats, but I've just kind of had to get over it. (laughs) 
That's like an adjust the budget type situation when you're there. Yeah, it is. And it starts small. Again, just go to the dirty dozen and just look at what are the things that you're buying this week. Just be like, what am I buying this week that's on this list? Okay, well, there's one thing, strawberries. Okay, I'm going to buy the, you know, the organic strawberries. Um, and just do that. And then you're like, great, I made a great decision this week. And do the one thing, do the one thing. But there is some really great news here is that like research has actually shown that eating a diet comprised of mostly organic foods, not like completely, but mostly organic, can significantly reduce the amount of pesticides in your body in just a few days. So the good news is you can reverse the effects of this really easily by just changing the type of food you buy, which is great, you know? Yeah. Um, So yeah, so I like to start there. And then when you're talking about kitchen, plastics becomes like the next thing that I recommend that people work on. Just starting to look at all of the way that you store your food and get it out of all your plastic. I mean, again, I'm not saying like right now, today, do it. Just get rid of everything. (laughs) I'm saying like over time or however it works for you, but this is something you want to start to be aware of. is just not storing your food in plastic, um, not using plastic utensils, Something that is helpful, I think, that is to know, like, so what happens is, because people are like, why is it bad, right? Why is it bad to use plastic or have my food touching it? What happens is the chemicals in the plastic, they actually migrate out of the plastic and then they, they migrate into your food. So have you ever had like put, say, like spaghetti with like a red meat sauce or what are just some sort of red sauce into a plastic Tupperware and then it kind of stained it? Yeah, forever. Yeah. So the reason it stained it is because the chemicals migrated out and then the sauce actually migrated in to plastic. And so when you see that, you need to recycle or throw that one away. Like you don't want to be using anything like that that's stained. So I think there's like five things that will make plastic more susceptible to having that migration. Okay. So heat. So that's why I like never put plastic in the microwave. I know they say that a lot of stuff is microwave safe for the dishwasher, but I would say don't do it. I would absolutely not do it. So like I was putting like plastic baby bottles and nipples and all kinds of stuff in there and, you know, the kids plastic dishes. And I just, from now what I know, I'm like, "Mm -mm." acid. So tomato sauce is a great example of why that was migrated out, right? Because if you put something that's not acidic, it may not affect it in the same way. So heat, acid, abrasion. Okay. So, you know, like if you have like a knife mark or something, you can see then all of a sudden like food can get in there. So if you have any kind of plastic that has been, has any kind of abrasion, get rid of it. Uh, Oil. Okay. And then the last one is time. So just over time, it's going to break down. Okay. So again, that's good information to have. So if you're like, okay, I can't get rid of like everything I have in my kitchen right now and buy a glass, then I'll just start with, okay, let me clean out the stuff that, that has this damage to it. For me, like with my kids, I just taught them at a very young age to use glass. And my, my husband thought I was crazy. And I was like, I bought them tiny little glasses. And, and that's actually something they do in Montessori, which is where we send our kids or we used to. And so it's a great thing. Like you, I think we underestimate what kids are capable of. And yes, it takes more patience. And yes, we lost a few dishes, but who cares? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's messy, but I think they are much more capable than we give them credit for. 
Yeah, exactly. And you can get like a set of the Pyrex or whatever at like go on Amazon, you can go to Costco and get, you know, a lot of storage for a very, very small amount of money. So that's something good. And then as you buy uh, products like pickles and, you know, any kind of things that come in glass jars, just start saving them. And then I use those, like I use them to put my herbs in and put that in the refrigerator. And next thing you know, you have like all this glassware to repurpose and use. So that's one that you can do over time. Any questions on that? I feel like... No, I love that one. That, that what really sunk in with me is to start thinking about... I got rid of most of my plastic years ago from you and I talking about different things about this, but I've never thought about my cutting boards. My cutting boards are all plastic. And I was like, I wonder Ooh, why that, yeah. that never occurred to me until just now when you said it, that those are all made out of, out of plastic and they all have cut marks in them from, from cutting. I was like, oh, that's so interesting. So now I'm curious to go back in with like a new set of eyes and see what other plastic is in there that I haven't even realized is plastic. Yeah, exactly. And that's just, you can kind of do an inventory and that's something like, I mean, I think it's fun. Some people don't think it's fun, but like, I would think it's fun to go through cabinets. And that's what I kind of did was make an inventory and a list. And then you can kind of slowly make those decisions or if you're out like a great stores to look at are like TJ Maxx and Marshalls and those types of stores where you can get stuff at a really good price and you can start to slowly replace like it was so funny I had when we got our kitchen remodeled I you know cleaned out a bunch of stuff and I had like two sets of a lot of different things that I was like why do I have like two sets of these types of serving spoons like we don't have you know 15 people over we only need one set and I didn't know any different so I actually ended up getting rid of all my stainless and I kept the plastic ones and I was like, oh my gosh, I literally (laughs) a year ago just, you know, so now I'm like, okay, so now I'm getting rid of the plastic and buying, but, but again, you just, I didn't know any better. So, um, but if you think about when you're cooking, okay, what is being heated, right? So you don't want to be stirring with like a plastic spoon when you're heating up something, especially like I used to have white plastic spoons and I'd stir and guess what? They would turn red or brown or whatever, right? Well, now you know why. So you just know, okay, well, I'll get rid of that. And it's not that expensive. You can buy bamboo or wood and and you're good, you know? I recommended this last week, uh, watch The Devil You Know really just watch it, you guys. It's really, really powerful. But um, you will realize after that, so I won't give it away because that's your homework, of why you should definitely look at replacing your cookware and your bakeware if you have nonstick Teflon, okay? It doesn't have to be Teflon brand. Again, you'll get all the details in, in the movie, but it's so powerful that my mom, she had kind of gone along with, you know, humored me and changed some things in our house, but she was also like, some of this is a little out of control, right? I mean, she didn't say that, but I could tell she was a little resistant. And after she watched that documentary, she like, I kid you not that like next day, she was at Bed Bath & Beyond texting me about what pans she should buy. And she got rid of all her pans. Oh my God. I love your mother. (laughs) And all of her. And she was not like that. She was not on that train, right? She was just like, I'm not going to make that decision. So that was powerful. But what I did was I, I just like paid attention for a couple of weeks. Like what are the things I actually use? There Mm -hmm. weren't that many, like, I mean, there's obviously like four or five that I use all the time. And then, so it took me a while because I had to get, get rid of so much stuff, but I just slowly, like I'd go to TJ Maxx and I'd buy like, okay, I know I need a pan to make you know, eggs and a basic, what you know, whatever, saute pan or whatever. And I bought like maybe four. And then I just started to say like, which ones do I actually have to have? And I just, I've just slowly bought it over time. I love it. Makes it much more manageable. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. So some other things I'd recommend, you know, over time, 
with no stress are, I would definitely replace your conventional cleaning products. Like this is another one where the EWG can be really handy to see, to search on what's good, what's not. This is one where you can actually save a ton of money. So there's a lot of ways to DIY and it's like, it's not a DIY like, oh, I need to do this like, you know, 30 day craft project and I'm not handy. I mean, you're talking about, and we can post in the show notes, the bottles that I buy on Amazon that are inexpensive, they're beautiful glass spray bottles. And then I make like my, my own veggie wash. There's actually a cleaner from doTERRA that I'm obsessed with, but it's like this bottle of concentrate that's $12 and you use like the tiniest amount with like the whole bottle of water, you know, I mean, it lasts forever. And we use that for like all of our counters, our floors, like you name it, but you can make, there's just so many cool recipes of different things with essential oils and just basic things you have around your house, like baking soda, vinegar, you know, all kinds of stuff. So I've actually had some fun with that, but then like, I also buy a bunch of stuff from... Uh, there's a company called Thrive Market, which we'll link to. They're a membership site. So I think it's like 60 bucks a year, but I buy quite a bit of stuff from them. There's also Detox Market. Um, and again, not everything on these places are perfect. So I would do your research, but it, they're great places to start. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you're putting in the show notes because I was like mad taking notes there just then. You could hear me typing. I was like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm glad it's going to. So if you're driving, don't be doing that right now. Everything's going to be in the show notes and excuse my typing. <laughs> I'll I know. Now. Yes. We will post. And then also, this is a, just remember my email is Angela at AngelaWagner.com and I'm happy to help just give you guys some tools. Because again, like this is about just being um, empowered and do, do your research, and but don't get overwhelmed with it. Because again, you don't, you know, you just start small. And what we call is like, what we say is like, start with the low hanging fruit, like the easy things that you can just work on. So I don't know. I feel like we did talk about fragrance last week quite a bit, right? Yes, we did. Okay. Um, did I talk about how they're obesogenic? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember that. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know how I would have missed this, but I just want to mention this because this is something that is really helpful. When my, my toxins teacher comes on, and I think it's going to be in a couple weeks, but for you guys, it may be a little while before we air it. She's going to talk about how she started her journey into this world. And essentially the short story is that she was a health coach. She was helping all these women lose weight. There was a set of people that no matter what they did, they just couldn't lose the weight. She couldn't figure it out. She started researching and she came across um, all these studies and all this information about chemicals that are obesogenic. Okay. They're actually called obesogens. So what do you think they do? I mean, yeah, yeah. they're going to, yeah, they're going to make us fatter, right? Right. So they're linked to obesity and insulin resistance and diabetes. And so when you talk about the phylates or phthalates, people call them phthalates, which are in all the synthetic fragrances, that those are obesogenic. So, you know, fragrance that bad? Well, kind of, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, they're, and you're never going to see obesogen list, listed on a label. You're not going to actually even see phthalates listed. You're going to just see fragrance or perfume. And because the thing is, like, like I said last week, which is like, if it truly is just essential oils, they're going to say what essential oils are in there. Why would they list perfume or fragrance if, if it was just pure essential oils? So it, it is important. But I like to mention that one just because a lot of people do struggle with uh, diabetes, obesity, or just, you know, those extra 10 pounds. And if you think about, okay, well, how much stuff you said, like everything I have has fragrance or perfume listed on it. Well, think about all those things combined in your body. And yeah. then you're like, I can't lose these last 10 pounds. And I work out all the time and I'm eating organic. I'm doing all the things that could be your missing piece. Ugh, I love it. That is which so is, interesting. Which is great because you can change it. 
Exactly. I feel much more educated now. Like I know I feel armed and ready to go shop. (laughs) I know. Right. I mean, yes. Again, look at it as like a game and something fun. So yeah. So that's my intro. I know it's a lot. We're going to stop there because I went over the time and I, we're just going to say now we probably will, you know, some of these deep dives will be longer than 30 minutes just because we have so much good information to give you, but I, I hope it's really helpful. Oh yeah. I think it's been super helpful. And I think everyone's going to get a lot out of this. Go in easy and learn a lot. (laughs) Yes. So if you guys are interested in learning more about how to work with me for the toxins, I do work with people, like I mentioned last week, and it it can look a lot of different ways. There's one thing I do that I love and it's, it's called a home tour. So if you're like, I just don't even know where to start. What I do is like, if you're not in Dallas, and even if you are in Dallas, I usually do this over like Zoom or a lot of times we'll use uh, FaceTime or something like that. And I have a, you know, several page sheet that you'll fill out before we do it. And then we'll go through those areas of your house. And I can kind of basically pinpoint and tell you, okay. And then I do a report where I'll say like, okay, here's kind of some things that are in the quote red, which are, these are the first things I would address. And then here's your yellows. And then here's the greens that things are your rocking or things that are really clean. So that's been helpful for people to just, if they're like, look, I don't even know where to start. And I take into consideration like your health issues or if you have any, or if you have kids, you know, like what, what are your specific priorities? Cause that's going to look different for everybody. I, I can't put together like one, like, here's what everyone should do because it's mm-hmm. going to, it's just, a, you know, there's a lot of factors. I am going to be starting to post more on Instagram. So at the Angela Wagner, so you can follow me there. I'll start to post more information in my stories and um, about different toxins. And then the YouTube channel will be relaunching. I should say relaunching. I've only did like a handful of videos a couple of years ago, but I'm going to start to do a weekly coaching video. Sometimes it'll be on toxins. Sometimes it'll be on something different um, and also some yoga, a weekly yoga video. So we're hoping to start that sometime in October. And then I also do one-on-one coaching. So if it's something you want to do a deep dive into and really work with me on a regular basis, because with a lot of this work, if, if you're really interested in it, it's like, you know, you can go and do a lot of research. A lot of people don't have time for that or they don't want to do it or they just have so many questions. So that can also be a helpful thing. So if you I love it. Yeah. If you have any questions about working with me, I don't have all that stuff on my website. So just email me and we can chat. Yes, do it. I love it. So Nicole, what is the first thing you're going to do? Well, so I've already made the deodorant switch. So the next one I'm looking at is body wash and chapstick because those are like my two favorite things. And I'm going to work on accepting the fact I need to throw away the candles <laughs> and then I'm going to get rid of the candles. So that's, that's, my, that's my project for the rest of the week. Yeah. And what you can do, I did this for a couple of them because I was so like, I just couldn't give them away is I burned them outside and I just felt like, while we were sitting outside and it felt like, okay, well, then it's not like just in this air. Oh, I so. love it. And it's like a memorial to the candle. So I know that's exactly <laughs> what I did. And, and then I was like, okay, finally, I just, I know it's, you know, it, again, you don't want to look at it. I mean, some things will, you have to have like a little funeral for, and it's tough, but the, a lot of it is very exciting. And there's a lot of, there's so much change in the industry. There's just a lot of new companies, you know, focusing on this. The other thing that I would suggest is instead of looking at a big company, say like a Johnson and Johnson and like looking for their greener versions is like, go to the smaller companies that that's what they're dedicated to. Because one, I mean, support, I'm just like a huge, like you need to support people that are doing the right thing from the beginning. And then small businesses, like 
support small businesses or we're like Walmart's going to take over the world. So that's a really great to do. And then, you know, most of the time, not always, most of the time, it's going to be much more ethical and in line with your values and what you're looking for versus the big companies that are just trying to get like a little piece of the pie, you know, and, and a lot of times what they're doing is greenwashing. So exactly. No, good advice. Yes, yes, yes. It is quite a journey, but I'm hoping that people have some results. You know, like I said, I found some very quick results with my migraines. I, um, my husband and I had like instant results and we, when we did a walk, we were not, we didn't talk about water. Water is like a whole nother issue, but like we changed the water filter in our shower and, Mm. um, instantly our scaly skin and itchy skin went away. So, um, there's a lot of things you can do. Yeah. And then if you're like, well, I don't really feel a difference. Just know that it's a compounding effect over time, but it starts to feel like you just kind of know you're doing something good for your body. Like, like when you eat an apple, you're like, yeah. High five. Yeah. You know, like, so celebrate, celebrate the shifts that you do make, but again, don't get overwhelmed. Don't get freaked out about it. Have some fun with it. So, all right. Any other questions? I mean, I know you probably have a million, but anything specifically on what we talked about? Uh, not yet. Stay tuned. I'm sure I'll have some. I'm sure I'll have some coming up soon. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, so, you know, um, watch out in the next couple months for uh, Brittany will be our green, clean beauty expert. And then my teacher who's going to come on. And what's cool is I'm going to have her talk a little bit more about like studies and government and like a lot of the questions people have of like, well, how do you know this is really toxic or doesn't the government protect us or those types of questions. She is so knowledgeable about everything. I mean, I just, it's just fascinating to me. So I think you guys will really enjoy that. Yes. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. And email me about, and or Nicole, about any topics, not just toxins, but certainly in the toxin space, I know it's new for a lot of you guys. It's like, what are the specific things you want us to cover? You know, so we, we know, we, we know to put that on the YouTube channel or do a podcast on it or bring in a guest. We want to know. We want to know. All right. Well, that is it for us, my dears. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Spark. If you have an extra minute or two, which I know you do, please, please, please help us out. Leave us a review on iTunes. Share this episode with your friends and subscribe. And you can find the show notes at AngelaWagner.com slash podcast, I believe, or it'll be slash whatever number this episode is. Um, And you can find all the resources and all the things that we talked to. We'll link to all of that to make it easy for you guys. So I am on Instagram and Facebook at the Angela Wagner. And Nicole, where are you? Facebook and Instagram as well at Nicole.Esquino, E-S-Q-U-I-N-O. I love it. And please let us know what you've done to detox your home and your products by tagging us on Instagram with the hashtag Spark Detox Your Home and tag us. That'll be fun to see. I'm really excited to see what people do. Oh yeah, me too. All right, y'all. We're out. Have a good one. Mm-hmm.